Welcome to the How to Win at Life podcast. My name is Toby Strong, and I'm going to give you maximum value in the shortest possible time to help you win at life. Here we go. In the past two episodes of this Life by Design series, we've been discussing strategies to improve our lives in the long term. And in this episode, we're going to focus more on what's right in front of us. And I'll share with you an app I've been using this year, which I absolutely love and has had a big impact on improving every single day. But before we get to that, you may have heard me mention a few times the dangers of living our lives on autopilot. And just to dig a little deeper into this, what autopilot means to me is just another word for habits. You may have heard the term, we are all creatures of habit, and this is absolutely true. And a part of the reason is the volume of information our brains have to process is immense. Just think about our five senses alone, sight, hearing, smell, taste, and touch, and the amount of brain power needed to make sense of all these things that are happening around us every second that we're awake. I think for a lot of us, as we age, we lose appreciation for these incredible senses. And I've certainly been guilty of this myself sometimes. But I think it's important that we take a little time to acknowledge our senses and our brains and our bodies as an incredible gift not to be wasted. But just imagine for a moment your life missing just one of these senses. It'd be very challenging. Getting back to how much information our brains have to process, it's a lot, which is why our brains love habits because this reoccurring pattern of behavior, which becomes automatic, actually makes life easier for our brains. This is why it's so easy to fall into habits and live our lives on autopilot because our brains are wired to take the path of least resistance and habits provide this for our brain. And this is why taking control of our habits is so critically important. And if you want to get started in this area, I highly recommend reading Atomic Habits by James Clear. Here are just a few of my notes from this amazing book, which will hopefully encourage you to read it. They are, don't focus on the goals for the best outcomes, focus on the systems. Don't just focus on good habits, break bad habits. You don't rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. Make bad habits invisible. An example of this is if you play video games too much, then hide the controller after each use so it's not always there and visible. Make bad habits difficult. And an example of this is getting a friend to reset your social media password each week and locking you out during the week and only allowing you to get in there on the weekend. Another note is missing once is an accident, missing twice is the start of a new habit, and lost days hurt more than successful days benefit you. After reading this book and others on habits, I became a master of habits, but I took it too far and almost became like a a robot and sort of forgot to actually enjoy each day. And I would go through these phases of sometimes feeling really good about my habits and and feeling really productive. And then other times I would feel a bit depressed because my life was so structured and sometimes had very little fun and spontaneity. And to be honest, sometimes I've actually stopped appreciating each day. It just became, like I said, robotic. Then I came across this app, which I mentioned at the start of the episode, which has been a game changer for me and really balanced me out because it's helped me tweak each day 
just a little bit to make sure that my days aren't just productive, but are also fun and include quality time with friends and family. It's called the Five Minute Journal app, and I've got a link to it in the show notes. But just to be super clear, I get no incentives whatsoever for mentioning this app. I just love it and just want to share it with you. Now, I've tried traditional journaling, you know, the type where you sit down for 20 minutes or half an hour and write a page or two about how you're feeling and what you're grateful for. And it just wasn't for me. I just didn't enjoy it. But what I love about this app is that I get most of the value from that process, but just in a few short minutes per day. So let me open it up and I'll run through it with you. So I fill this in twice a day, once at about 6 a.m. and once at about 7 p.m. And each time it takes about two or three minutes to fill in. And in the morning, it just asks two simple questions. Three things that I'm grateful for. And this doesn't have to be over the last 24 hours. It's just in general, just three things in my life that I'm grateful for. And I've learned that it's really hard to have a bad day when you're feeling grateful. And this just sort of starts the day on the right tone. And then the next question is, what will I do to make today great? And this is more powerful for me, actually, than the things that I'm grateful for. Because it just forces me to think about all the little interactions I'm going to have with people. And two things come to mind when I think about this question. The first is something that I've learned that there's no such thing as a neutral exchange. And what that means is every single interaction that we have with people, we are walking away from them, either making them a little bit more positive or a little bit more negative. There's no neutral And this has been a big learning for me, and I'm still not great at it, to be honest, but at least I have awareness around it now, and it definitely nudges me in the right direction. The next thing that comes to mind is, what is just one little extra thing I can do to make a magic moment for someone today? And I think we take for granted that just small gestures can have a big impact on the people around us. And I use these tools to just reflect on One thing that I can do today to either make life better for myself or those around me. And going into the day with a plan on how to do this definitely helps. Then in the evening, another two questions. One of them is, what are the highlights from today? And this can be one or 10 or anything in between. And this is great for two reasons. Knowing that I'm going to fill this in in the evening encourages me to fit more things which are highlight worthy into my day. And an example of this, this is going to sound horrible, but it's the truth. Sometimes Lewis, my son, really wants to play Lego or something else in the evening and I'm just exhausted and I'm run down and I've had a crazy day and I really don't feel like it. But then sometimes I think about, ah, you know, this might turn into something that I can put down as a highlight for the day because I have nothing else to put in as a highlight for the day. I've just been working all day. And so it just nudges me. It gives me that little nudge to to get down off the couch and get on the floor and play with him. And 95% of the time, that does actually turn into a legitimate highlight of my day. But I just needed that little extra nudge to, to get me into it. And something else I love about this is that it allows me to upload a photo as well and well, a few photos. But what I've been doing is I've set this goal to at least just take one photo as a highlight per day. And this again has just encouraged me to fit more into my day. 
And then the second question is, how could have I made today even better? And what I love about this is it forces me to reflect on my day and think about all the ways I could have been a better person. And even if I do nothing about it, it's just really good to have that awareness. On days that I'm feeling down, and there have been quite a few this year, to be honest, I look through this gallery of photos, which are mostly selfies of our family doing fun or silly stuff, and it instantly makes me feel better. Even though I feel like it's been a sort of nothingness type of year so far, when I look back through these photos, I feel really good about a lot of the things that we've done. And even if they've been like small little things like just day trips or bushwalks or whatever, having photos of us there in the moment smiling reminds me that even though many of these types of things can be easily forgotten, they were actually quite special for various reasons. Now, I don't know if I'm going to be able to take a photo every single day for the rest of the year, but I have managed so far. And even when there's like really mundane days, I still try to document my life and take photos of the things around me, like the furniture that I like, or just a room layout from a nice angle, or at work, I have this beanbag that I sit outside in the sun, I've taken a photo of that. Just little things like this, because I feel like in 10 years, all these things could be completely different. And I think I'm going to appreciate looking back on how I lived my life earlier. So I encourage you to download this app and give it a try. It has a free trial. And if you're in Australia, an annual subscription will cost around $60 a year. And to be honest, when I first saw that, I almost passed on it because I hate paying for apps. And I really need to change my mindset on this because there are a lot of great apps out there. So to justify this, I worked out that it actually cost me 16 cents per day. And it's definitely providing me more value than that. So I feel it's worth it. All right, be well, and I'll see you in the next episode. 